This is Recorded Future, Inside Security Intelligence. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 224 of the Recorded Future podcast. I'm Dave Bittner from the CyberWire. Our guest this week is Gunter Ullman, Chief Security Officer at security analytics firm Devo. He shares his insights on the history and evolution of security analytics, the challenges organizations face when implementing them, the network effects of cloud migration, as well as strategies for making the case to the organizational powers that be that security analytics are a wise investment. Stay with us. It's been a wild journey, uh, that, that's for sure. Uh, I, I guess you know, it started a long, long time ago, um, cracking software, uh, you know, games, and there's all Commodore 64 type days. Uh, but my real security journey started uh, not short after that, um, building bulletin boards and having to secure those along the days, right before the internet. Uh, and you know, when it comes to professional security practices, I guess it's been pretty about a couple of decades now of building and running uh, advanced uh, security research teams uh, and uh, attack teams around the world. Um, you know, most recently, before joining Devo, uh, leading um, a lot of the new initiatives uh, in Azure and how we just secure our Microsoft customers in Azure. And uh, today, as the Chief Security Officer at uh, Devo, uh, focused on basically building the next generation of smart, intelligent, security analytics platforms and uh, and working towards this uh, this vision of a, an autonomous SOC and the, the virtual analyst. Well, I, I'd really like to dig into some of the details of security analytics. Can you take us through some of the history here? I mean, what at what point did, did this actually become a thing and, and people started talking about security analytics uh, in its own right? Yeah, another one of those wild rides, right? So uh, I think... Uh, it's probably been at least 25, 30 years now of uh, people having the idea of, let's take uh, all these logs and all these events that I can get from all of my technologies, whether it's an operating system, uh, my infrastructure or whatever, bring it all together and at some point figure out how to mine all of that data uh, to, you know, in the first instance, to understand how my operations are working uh, and to identify flaws. Uh, and to you know, and use that data to predict when flaws may be about to occur, and, and then you know, operationalize those responses. I, I think what's happened uh, is that um, these uh, security nuts like me sort of looked at uh, all that log data and say, well, actually, I think you can do a lot more than simply looking at you know break fix type approaches. Maybe we can use that data um, and apply some smart analytics to better understand the security context better understand the, the threats that are operating inside your environment, get a little bit uh, earlier warning of what things are happening inside uh, in that data set, uh, and be able to start working on a protection story uh, using those uh, using that data and those uh, and advanced analytics platforms. And so that, that journey has sort of led to two things. I think there, one has, uh, that, that story has resonated, uh, and along the journey, value has been received uh, by organizations that have invested in those processes to the fact that uh, now the volumes of data are so huge and so colossal um, that there is frankly too much data for 
humans to be involved uh, in the loop uh, and to really understand and to use that data um, you know, on a one-to-one basis. And that, that's caused this uh, new generation of approaches to uh, evolve from you know, security analytics uh, and uh, the integration of SIEM, so security incident event management tooling, uh, into a new space where, frankly, you know, the, the security has moved out of the, uh, uh, the security and the alerting has moved out of the hands of, of the human beings uh, and uh, is uh, largely automated now. Uh, and uh, I think that's that, that's really what's happening to the security analytics space uh, as it evolves into this uh, next sphere of uh, preemptive threat detection uh, and um, automated defense structure. Can you give us a, a specific example of, of how this plays out? You know, how an organization who's using this type of system uh, benefits. So, on one hand. You know, by simply storing all of those logs and events and all of the other alerts that come from all your security technologies and every single operating system and uh, infrastructure device in one place, you at least tick that first box in your compliance. You know, many of those compliance standards require you to you know, have logs uh, and the ability to mine those logs to understand what may have happened in the past. That's great. Uh, the next phase of, uh, of using that type of data has really been to um, examine, search, and query that data and understand um, what threats may have been operating. So um, security analysis has come to the fore for the last couple of years as that central pin for breach detection and breach understanding. You know, while external standards like GDPR and, and other, uh, other, uh, other regulatory um, responses for data breaches and, uh, and investigations have, uh, have driven new compliance standards of the side organizations and commitments. That sort of log analytics and that sort of approach has, has been critical to, to understanding and to be able to provide those responses for, uh, for, for meeting those obligations. That, that's great uh, in, in that perspective, but the, the log analytics themselves uh, are evolving into a, a different state. What, what's happened is that previously with the data, it was all about uh, hunting, mining that data, and frankly, you know, searching for needles in a haystack. What's happened now, though, uh, is that uh, organizations now have haystacks and needles, uh, and they're trying to figure out what to do next hmm. with those things. And I think that this is sort of the paradigm change that, that's happening with organizations now, where there is no shortage of visibility. There's no shortage of security data. There's no shortage of threats uh, and... Um, enrichment around those threats, what's missing uh, is the ability to action those uh, and to uh, elevate the business to a more stable and more secure state. That, that's, the, that's the gap uh, and the opportunity and the challenge. And so how does a system like this take that fire hose of information that's coming in, you know, the, all of that data, and parse out the signal from the noise? Well, this is where some of the most exciting things that are happening in the space has really been the, the the true application of machine learning and artificial intelligence in this. Not just the you know, the, the marketing stories of uh, you know, um, classic statistics and uh, behavioral anomalies uh, rewrapped in a, in a new label, but uh, genuinely moving into you know, supervised and unsupervised uh, learning modes uh, and an area that I've seen an awful attraction the last. 18 months when he has been sort of in the area of reinforcement learning. So, so these mm. machine learning and artificial intelligence applications 
are driving a lot of the, the new change in this area. Uh, in particular, what's, what, what's happening is humans are still in the loop, right? Uh, still providing that subject matter expertise, but they are literally that uh, bump in the wire uh, in preventing an automated response uh, to, to defend against, frankly, increasingly automated attacks. And, and, and so what we're really sort of seeing and the changes of the application of machine learning and artificial intelligence uh, is um, that rapid evolution of uh, learning and contextualizing the data that's there uh, and understanding and converting that into, if you like, the, the business operational context. So if you like, from a security perspective, moving on from, you know, here are a bunch of alerts about uh, failed logins uh, and after a sequence of failed logins, here it was a successful login. And so, you know, a traditional response would, and from a human analyst would be, maybe that was a, uh, um, a brute force attack uh, that was eventually successful. Uh, and hmm. with that knowledge, knowing that uh, my response should be to uh, lock out that account and force a password reset. So that, that's what the human would do, right? Now I have all these logs and these events and um, I'm seeing that exact same thing and requiring those exact same responses 5,000 times, 10,000 times, 100,000 times a day. That doesn't scale particularly well having the human in the loop, right? Uh, and so the smarter you know, systems are now recognizing these chains of events, rebuilding them, re uh, stringing these the events back together uh, and providing that direct guidance uh, and uh, automation of the of the response. And while I picked a very very simple example of that uh, sort of um, password brute forcing attack, um, the ability now to identify um, an insider threats um, and whether that insider is a, uh, a malicious uh, external entity uh, or dissatisfied employee, or just happens to be a contractor that's required to do um, their regular penetration testing, right? So, and so. The smarter systems and the use of these machine learning programs and approaches are able to now you know, differentiate between these different uh, scenarios. And what mm. that translates into is effectively um, the ability to prioritize uh, what those responses are. And instead of presenting a big long list of uh, here are the 2,000 things that I found this, this last hour to a human being and, and hope that they can figure out which ones were the most important, we're seeing the system sort of switch into, um, you know, here are the top five things that uh, we found the last hour. Uh, and these uh, of these five, these four were automatically responded uh, and were successfully mitigated. Uh, this fifth item uh, requires a decision from, uh, from a business owner uh, of when they would like to take these actions. And so, hmm. so that's, that's the, the evolution and the step that's going on. And then, so along the way, I mean, are, are the humans saying to the AI, you know, hey, uh, you know, th this this has bubbled up. You brought this to my attention. Uh, yes, more of this. Or no, you know, this isn't th nice try, <laughs> but uh, but this isn't uh, this isn't what we need here. I mean, is that sort of interaction happening to refine what's coming back from those automated systems? Absolutely, absolutely, and, and that's where I think there may have been a misstep, you know, in the previous three or four years, where hmm. um, supervised and unsupervised learning. So effectively, here were a lot of products that uh, um, smart security people, smart engineers uh, in their own environments, you know, 
developed these detection techniques uh, with, uh, with high precision and then deployed them to customers and to organizations. And they were very specific at identifying particular threats, um, but not a whole lot of scope for contextualizing with the rest of the business uh, and not a, not an awful lot of scope for um, the ultimate user uh, that customers use it for tweaking and uh, tuning for their particular environments. And so, like I mentioned, the, the area that I'm very excited about in the machine learning and the application to security has been that reinforcement learning, right? And, mm. and precisely to your, your point there, the ability to help guide those machine learning, the, the supervised and unsupervised um, uh, classifiers and other detections uh, and um, uh, help orient them uh, towards the, the problems that are most uh, impactful for the you know, for the business, but also to you know uh, help uh, help those automated systems um, deprioritize things and remove things that, that I no longer care about, right? And that mm. that's that that's that's exciting stuff. Is there an economy of scale here as well where, you know, for example, I'm thinking that you all at Devo, you're, you're looking at um, operations from a bunch of different organizations. And so, you know, one organization who, who's getting hammered by a particular type of attack, for example, well, another organization may not have seen that yet. But you know that that's going on. So when the organization who's never seen it before the AI from an organization like yours may be aware of it from a previous interaction, but that was completely outside of, you know, the the a particular company's uh, knowledge base until it happened to them. But no problem because we've seen this before. Does, does, uh, does that make sense? That that's correct, and I think there are, that's some of the benefits of, frankly, doing these types of. Uh, analytics uh, and um, applying security knowledge at the cloud level, right? So being able mm. to harness that visibility across many, if not all environments uh, and sort of learn and apply that knowledge, you know, uh, across them all. So, so for, you know, if I pick a couple of examples, you know, hmm. so, so for instance, um, a particular event may happen and you may only see um, a, a failure uh, event appearing in your organization's logs. Right, uh, and um, you think absolutely nothing of it. It was a failure. There was no security incident. There was no security alert uh, based on what I've just seen. Right. Meanwhile, if I have that visibility across every single customer, every single organization, I may be able to determine saying that uh, on one hand, on one hand, there is an adversary uh, that has just done exactly that same probe uh, against five hundred other financial services organizations, for example. Okay, so. It was not a one-off. You know, it seems to be a um, a scan that a, an adversary is going on, right? So that that's one slice. Another slice may be well, actually, um, when I've seen that uh, particular event happen in other organisations, within fifteen minutes, I see these next five things happen, uh, and within two hours, I see a ransomware outbreak, for example, right? Hmm. So understanding that there is a, a sequence to these events, uh, other enrichment process to understand maybe what the adversary is uh, and what the prioritization for response uh, potentially should be and be able to distill that and apply across uh, all of those, those tenants uh, and to guide those uh, uh, individual organizations. In many ways, you sort of think of it almost like an immunization shot, right? So, uh, of, mm -hmm. uh, someone has to be the first one, unfortunately, in many of these cases, uh, but those lessons learned once uh, can be applied to all organizations 
immediately thereafter. Uh, and so, you know, prevents and stop the, the spread of uh, these types of attacks. Where do you suppose we're headed with this? What, what, what does the future look like for security analytics? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I think on one hand, uh, you know, I, I see security analytics and particularly the automation of security analytics being driven more into being an automatic staple for the business. Uh, so mm. running in the background uh, and uh, just getting on and doing these things. If I compare it to like the, the state of um, uh, desktop antivirus, right? So long ago, we, we shifted from um, here are all these alerts and pop-ups of uh, things that are that by software are observed uh, about your environment and about what you're doing uh, and warnings about what you're trying to do. You know, it then evolves into the parts of I'm going to flash up in the most severe things uh, and ask you and prompt you to do things uh, to mitigate this particular threat that I think is happening to where we are now, where it just runs in the background, it stops the bad things, uh, and um, you know there is the ability to centralize, manage that, uh, and to have you know, third parties that provide um, uh, detailed response and you know, and uh, management of those security threats. Well, you know, the end user and their end device um, are frankly protected and oblivious to, you know, whether there's one attack or a thousand attacks happening at that, at that particular time. They just know that they're protected. And that's that's the mode that, you know, security analytics is now moving into, you know, running in the background uh, and, uh, you know, doing all that automated stuff behind uh, and, you know, evolving very shortly into the space of just show me all the things, you know, when I ask. Uh, that you successfully completed on my behalf, so I know that things are working and they're not secure. So I think that that is one key part. The second part I think is yeah, is that security overall is evolving and needs to continue to evolve to just be part of the fabric of business. So you know, move away from being a, a separate pillar. Um, you know, here is the security team uh, that just deals with incident response and uh, and deals with all the uh, risks. Uh, and issues that the entire business faces to um, all those toolings and all that visibility is now contextualized um, and explained in business terms uh, and is presented to the individual business owners and the individual you know, engineers or the operators in terms uh, and in, in, in the usefulness that they can directly apply and understand. That, that's, that's the real change. Some people I sort of question then what happens to all those uh, Uber security geeks uh, and you know those, those <laughs> folks that are sitting in front of the, the screens twenty four seven monitoring stuff you know and triaging events. I, I think uh, the, the two two parts of that answer. So one is um, that sort of triaging things. No one likes doing that. You know it's it's the uh, it's the um, the early starter stuff that uh, you get started on a career and you try to you you, you weather your way through it and, and you know you try to move on to the next best thing as fast as you possibly can. Things that automate away that um, are gratefully received, I think. Mm -hmm, the, the other part, mm -hmm. though, is um, those experts uh, in security basically become business security experts, right? So uh, as the systems become better at security, uh, more autonomous uh, and faster reactions, what they will always lack is the context of what is, you know, what is the importance and what does this translate to the actual business and the operation of my business and the business priorities? And that's where right. I think that those... Uh, you know, if you like, those security analysts become business security consultants uh, and uh, provide that uh, translation uh, and um, uh, guidance to the rest of the business in 
uh, elevating their security uh, and um, delivering you know true business benefits. Yeah, I, I mean, how how does that work? How do the folks on the who are heading up security analytics? How do they make the case to the non-security folks in the organization? You know, standing in front of the board of the directors and saying, you know, this is this is how we justify the effort here. Um, what does that translation or that translation look like? Well, I mean, I think we've sort of moved a little bit from pointing at very, very scary things uh, and saying that the world is going to end uh, and if no one does anything, that uh, the business is going to collapse. I think we've mm. moved on from that approach. What's, you know, what, what's happened in the, the last decade has been, frankly, the, um, the business awareness uh, at all levels uh, and particularly at board level now that uh, security is a key component to their business success. Right, and that that security can change from the term of security into uh, protection and privacy, um, but effectively, I, I think the vocabulary has been changing you know, and has been adopted by those business leaders uh, and is being driven more often from the top now. Uh, you know, as the you know, regulatory compliance around uh, data protection, uh, the expectations of customers and employees. Uh, in their own uh, privacy and the security of their data and uh, awareness of the threats that are out there. I, I think it's driving a, a very different sort of mindset. And so what I see those uh, security analytics experts, you know, and the, that, that tooling being used for is um, providing more guidance uh, to the business and in particular how the operational aspects of that security and those security investments are actually working and driving uh, new uh, new business. So, for example, you know, I have been seeing new metrics about um, uh, customer retention based on the speed that the organization was able to identify um, customers who had uh, leaked or lost um, uh, passwords and other uh, identifying information from other sources, uh, and for those organizations to guide their customers saying, well, actually, you know, your data has been leaked somewhere else, uh, and uh, we're aware it's been leaked somewhere else, uh, and uh, we're notifying you so that you can better protect you yourself on our systems. And, and that guidance is going down very, very well and helping to retain those customers and you know, build trust. As organizations you know, attach more things uh, and turn on more logging uh, and have more visibility and more alerts and events, they, they in theory, have more visibility uh, and have more control over... The, the security, the protection of their environments. But one other part that's sort of coming up is that as we build up that data, you know, and have those data lakes, for example, and, and build uh, those uh, organizations, build their own machine learning systems and distill their, you know, decades of um, expertise uh, and their differentiation into those new models that they themselves use, they've also increased their attack surface. <laughs> and so we're seeing a new generation of attacks uh, and um, I, I think it, it's uh, it's also exposing you know yet another round of new critical exposure points for for organisations, and so that you know, the security merry-go-round continues, and you know for every two steps forward we make in our digital journey uh, and digital transformation for business, the adversaries find new vectors, uh, new exposure points, and we take one step back while we you know while we. Uh, Figure out how to to mitigate those threats, you know, and then move on to you know the, the next two steps of that digital transformation. 
Our thanks to Gunter Ullman from Devo for joining us. Don't forget to sign up for the Recorded Future Cyber Daily email, where every day you'll receive the top results for trending technical indicators that are crossing the web. Cyber news, targeted industries, threat actors, exploited vulnerabilities, malware, suspicious IP addresses, and much more. You can find that at recordedfuture.com slash intel. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll subscribe and help spread the word among your colleagues and online. The Recorded Future podcast production team includes coordinating producer Caitlin Mattingly. The show is produced by The Cyberwire with executive editor Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Thank you.